0: Welcome to Sasquatch Podcast. We're here with Arthur Ward. Astrid's here with me too. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> and yeah, we're here to chat with Arthur and hear about how the sport of athletics has impacted him both on the track and both in his career outside of sport. Um, most probably know him as a triple jumper cougar alumni or from his entrepreneurial pursuits of arthur images or his sport trips that have featured many track and field athletes across not only saskatchewan but the international scene and numerous professional sports and teams so it is great pleasure to welcome Arthur to our show this week and this time instead of introducing the unveilment of who Sasquatch has been we're here to feature Arthur and some of the work he's done in behind the scenes of the sport so welcome Arthur.
1: (laughs) The tables have turned and (laughs) thank you thanks for having me and yeah on the episode and now I'm in a hot seat.
0: Yes, we have you in our hot seat. So I guess just right off the hop here, I know I gave a bit of an intro, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell us a little bit about how has the sport of track and field affected your time here in Saskatchewan?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, So track and field is who I am. That is the long and short version of it. Um, Track and field brought me to this province. You know, I've been in Saskatchewan for 11 years now. Um, Track and field brought me to this country. Um, You know, I got a scholarship to do track and field at the U of R back in 2011. So I just packed my bag and moved to Canada from the sunny Caribbean to join the University Cougars track and field team and been involved in track and field ever since. did triple jump with the Cougars t- until 2016. Immediately after that, I uh, started coaching the track and field club, the Excel Athletica. Uh, worked with the a lot of high school athletes there, um, coaching them in the jumps, long and triple, and high jump, and did that right up until uh, right up until uh, was it just before COVID. Um, I took sort of a a uh, a trip, left the country, went down to New Zealand for a bit, and then came back, and then that's when you know the world is took a different turn. But um, yeah, so I took a break. Um, I took a break when COVID hit, and and was pretty much a you can call it almost a two year sabbatical of sorts. And currently, I am coaching um, the jumps group at the University of Regina. So, um, I'm back into it. And, um, you know, just seeing, you know, as an athlete, I get excited when I'm doing well. And now, as a coach and a supporter of the sport, I get excited when other athletes are doing well. Because it takes me back to, you know, the times when I was there and, you know, I was experiencing success. And yeah so I like being in an environment like that so track and feel is who I am it will continue to be who I am um and it, it has also influenced you know my my business um I wouldn't say outside of track um you know Arthur Images pretty much was 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 born from my endeavors at the track um you know I've taking my camera as an athlete to one or two track meets to, you know, get the, the, the beauty about track and field Canada West specifically, um, track and field is that the schedule and still to this day. So it's been well over a decade now, triple jump is always on the last day. And every meet you go to triple jumps, always on the last day, except the bison meet in manitoba they always had the triple jump on the friday and not the saturday so anyways that created an opportunity because we would travel most of the times on a thursday or whatever and i have a whole day of i just have to shake my legs out and do a meat prep um, but then the rest of the day i'm just walking around and all my other teammates are competing so with a camera there was a need because then um our university in, wasn't able to send somebody out to these meets to get images of the athletes and University of Regina is interesting and unique in a sense where we don't really have home track meets not every year some years we do when we host the championship but um, so the university just needs to get images of its athletes and I was in a I I was in a situation where you know I had a camera I had some experience and I have some free times when I'm on the road so I just started taking pictures of my teammates and that sort of grew and grew into other sports and it is what it is today so yeah that is my uh, track and field is who I am
0: yeah that's great I think Astrid has the next question for you yeah, that's um, really awesome. And I remember as an athlete, seeing you out there also with the camera, I'm really glad that you touched on yourself as an athlete competing and Arthur Images and how both of those were linked together. So thank you for sharing that. Um, the next question I have, um, I understand that there's been uh, administrative change um, with the U of coaching program. And so I'm hoping to get your perspective on how the Cougars are shaping up for this indoor season.
1: Oh well, you know, like any any sport and any program in any sport, it goes through ups and downs. And you know, um, where you know, currently at the University of Regina, the track and field program there is, we're going through a rebuild, a rebuilding phase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the last time that program won a championship was back in 2014, 2013, 2014, I believe. Um, And, you know, it it takes uh, to get back to that level, to get back to the level of winning championships after not winning for five or seven, six or seven years. You know, just there needs to be some structural changes and and essentially, you know, making changes to influence the, the culture and and the mindset of the team um, because you know we're at the point where we have athletes going through their full four and five years of eligibility without even getting close to tasting, you know, um, a championship. So. Um, the team is going through a rebuilding phase. Um, we've got some really good athletes. We've got uh, Dushos, um, who is the uh, the only Olympian on the, on the team at the moment, um, and you know he's primed to to be looking great in the sixty meter dash. Um, He's a e-sport champion from, from from last year and Canada West champion as well. Uh, he had no problem winning the 60 last year, so um, he's looking good to do that as well. But what is exciting um, in the sprints group um, is we have uh, Storms of Blocky. There <laughs> yeah. we go, Storms of Blocky, uh, one of the top recruits coming out of the high school uh, scene, is in that camp. Uh, currently along with some other great uh, recruits first and second years so um, talking about making changes and and trying to influence a winning culture uh, having you know recruits like Storm um, train alongside you know someone like Dushos like last night they were doing um they were doing 30 meters uh, 30 meter uh, excels or whatever and they were going side by side and it was just it's just nice to see you know, them pushing each other, right? So, uh, you know we're we're gonna have a moments this season,
0: like with Pan West being in Saskatchewan this year, is that a vibe that people are looking forward to that it's a short drive up to the Huskies in Saskatoon and nationals being in Saskatchewan territory?
1: you know what? i I am personally looking forward to that. um. <laughs> I am because I know what that is going to be and how hype of an atmosphere that is going to be. And part of my role right now with this group that I'm coaching is to, I'm trying to do my best to to prepare them for that and get them excited for that. Um, and like I said, you know, I um, I don't, I don't feel a lot of the athletes in the group are necessarily been in a, in a situation where that, that is, that's about to come with Saskatchewan hosting CanWest, but not just only hosting can West, like they are primed to win it. Yeah. So when you go into you you go into a, you know, a, a field house where the team that's hosting is is expecting to to walk away and win it like it's going to be loud it's going to be full of energy the stands are going to be packed like it's going to be pandemonium and then there are going to be other teams that will be looking to just you know to 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 to, to spoil their day so it's going to be hype you know and we're going to be we're going to be there we're going to be in it and I, I want to get these athletes ready to sort of use some of that energy to their advantage. Maybe just get a couple of extra centimeters and get closer to that PR or, or you know, shave off a couple seconds off their time to, to you know, to, to get a good finishing position. And just pretend everybody's in there really cheering for you and they're, you know, so it's going to be hype. Um, definitely looking forward to it, and not only Can West being there, but then U Sports being in that that um, at that facility as well. It's it's going to be exciting, but um, but uh, yeah, with with our group, we've got we've got uh, change. That's the biggest thing. Um, I come back to that word again because uh, this season um, we have for the first time since they changed the the rules, I guess, um, we will have a male multi-event athlete competing for Regina Cougars track and field this season for the first time since, uh, God, when was it? 2014, when we, when we won the championship the, la- the last time. Uh, FYI, Mike Barber, who is an Australian uh, track and field coach, um, was the last athlete to do the multi-events for Regina Kruger's track and field. Uh, back then, it was just a pentathlon, so just five events. Since then, it's changed to include well, two more events, but one of those events being pole vault. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're pole familiar with pole vault and, uh, which, I mean, and the, yeah. the 60 meter, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, And if you know anything about, um, you know, for the listeners, if you know anything about Canadian track and field and the university scene, um, you know that, you know, here at the University of Regina, we we are what I call like a boutique team. This year, we've got one of those athletes, uh, Logan, Logan Fettis, who is a talented athlete. Um, The guy can triple jump. The guy can long jump. The guy is a good hurdler. And he's very strong. We did a quad test just a few weeks ago and he was, um, did he win the quad test? I believe so. I've got to check the results, but he was right up there and very talented. And now he's picking up the role of um, teaching himself pole vault. Um, Well, he's not teaching himself, but he's working with um, some coaches here in the city to, to learn pole vault and to put himself in um, the multi-event. Um, and, and that's something that I love to see. And that's the, that's the change that's happening within the team. The team is now trying to trying to find a new identity and trying to find a way back to that championship winning, you know, approach to training and that championship winning mentality, that championship mindset. So, of that um
0: championship mindset if you could give any advice to your athletes right now for any of them listening what would you tell them to help motivate them to get to that championship mindset
1: okay i don't want to get too riled up here but um <laughs> you know uh i have very strong and i'm very opinionated when it comes to canada west track and field um I've had the opportunity to, to win a, a, ch- a championship with the team. And, you know, I've never, um, when I was speaking earlier about the different types of athletes that we have on our roster, I was the athlete that was just a one trick pony. I was the slowest guy on a team, still proud of that to today, because I made sure that the fastest girl on a track team wasn't faster than me. So, you know, I, Kept up the the, the bot the tail end of of the of the the guys team, but I did triple jump, and my teammates and my coach can count on me every year to score points in the finals in a Canada West triple jump. I was never able to win the Canada West triple jump, but I was always there scoring points. And the year when we won the the championship banner, you know, I I, I finished you know, second on on the podium, didn't win it. But I tell the athletes, I tell the athletes all the time, you've got to figure out what you got to do to score points. Mm. You don't have to win. And at Canada West level, a university sport level here in Canada, it is the only time in your track and field career where it's less of an individual sport and more of a team sport. Um, that's the only time in a track and field career where it's not about you, it's about this team. What can you do to help this team come home with a championship? My message to my athletes is, um, and not just the athletes in the jumps group, but the athletes on, on the team is figure out what you can do to score at least one point. Because if you can come home at the end of the day with one point, that's one point another team didn't get and that point adds up it doesn't sound it doesn't sound fancy it doesn't sound exciting but think of it this way if somebody finished seventh in a 60 or seventh in a long jump for us on that day you know you could go through the stats and figure out like that two points that that person scored is what you know what would have want us a championship or look at it this way I think who was it Saskatoon that beat us somebody on that team scored two points some money on that team didn't finish on the podium. They finished six or seven, scored two points, and beat us. You know, so it's it's um, yeah, it's exciting. Like university sport, university track, field in Canada, it, it's it has a different energy to it, and it, it has that team aspect. We're going through some changes, and we're yeah, that's where we're at. So so look out for you know some um, of our individual performances. Like, um, you know, we've got Jolie coming back again. She was a double medalist at, at U sports, um, at last year. Um, you know, so she'll be looking to to continue her, her winning form as well. And, um, yeah, we've got one of our vets that's been on the team for a while now. Her first year was my last year on the team, and she had some red shirts in between there. But Erica Stockhorse is, uh, is back, and she'd be looking to take on the triple jump and, and have good results there. So we've got a lot of athletes that are eyeing some um, some big performances this year. And yeah, um, just you know, keep an eye out for 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 the Cougar singlets. Um, around the track and you know one or two uh, cougar team jackets on a podium this season
0: that's awesome well thank you so much for joining us Arthur it was great to get the scoop on the indoor sneak peek on the cougars this season Um, we loved having you getting all of the details and we look forward to having you on the show again
1: Yeah. Thank you guys. It's been nice to be here. Um, yeah. And, um, keep doing what you guys are doing. It's awesome work. It's exciting work and, uh, yeah, I look forward to being back.
0: (laughs) Arthur is such a great guy. Based on this conversation, I can say it looks like the Euragina Cougars are shaping up to have a spicy season and will likely have some standout performances still to come. Two things I want to mention as we head into the upcoming weekend. First, Holy smokes! Huge congratulations to Storms Zablocki, who Arthur was mentioning to keep an eye out for. He is currently in his rookie year with the Regina Cougars, and in his first race in Saskatoon last Saturday, he hit U Sport national standard in the 60 meter with a new U20 provincial record time of 6.83. For those who haven't met Storm, not only is he a talented athlete, but he is truly a kind and respectful person as well. Even if you are not on his team, he's one of those athletes you can't help but cheer for. So Storm, congratulations and all the best in your upcoming varsity career. Second, indoor track action continues this weekend in Saskatchewan. Thanks to Regina's track club, Excel Athletica, who is hosting the Larmer Friendship Games at the Regina Fieldhouse. For more details, check out their website or visit the Tracky link for more meat-specific details. Finally, to our listeners, thanks again for tuning in, and on that note, looking forward to catching you next week on Sasquatch Podcast.